Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, it's Greg Harrelson here, and I am very excited to bring this edition of the Level Up podcast to you. Um, today, we have a, a, a guest that some of you um, definitely know, and some of you are going to want to get to know better. This is a good friend of mine, Mike Meadler. He is the new CEO of Century 21, uh, our Century 21 brand. As you know, we have went through a few changes over the last couple years, and I think every single change has had a positive impact. And now it's Mike's turn to take us to the next level. So I just want to welcome you, Mike Meadler, to the podcast. I'm excited to talk to you. And if we can just go ahead and start off by, by, by this. You have been with the brand probably longer than I have. I, I actually started in 1999 is when my dad and I bought the franchise. But you have been around for a long time doing all kinds of roles. You're CEO. Can you just kind of start off by telling the audience about who you are, the journey that you've been on, um, you know, and to get up to this point, and we'll just go into some other stuff from there. Absolutely, Greg. Well, like I said, I, first of all, I appreciate you having me on. It's always a pleasure to be with you and working with you, and uh, for you representing us down there, uh, it's just such a pleasure for us, and uh, thanks again for having me on. So, yeah. uh, great question. I think I have you beat by literally maybe a year. I, I started back in February of 98. Um, and I, I kind of joke with people. I tell people that I got started in the mailroom and that the truth be told is that I, out of college, uh, as my first job, got into real estate, uh, joined Century 21's headquarters team. I was responsible, believe it or not, for doing franchise renewals. So um, I worked with folks who were in Georgia and Florida, uh, and I learned about franchising. I learned about real estate. I learned about the heritage and the history and the culture of uh, this great 45-plus-year-old brand and how it got started, and uh, worked in so many different positions through the years. I've, I've really had the great fortune of speaking with brokers and agents in every nook and cranny, not just around this country, but around the globe by being connected to the Century 21 brand and doing so many different things. I, I, I've, uh, one of the fun things that I did is actually I stood up a referral brokerage um, for the organization many years ago, and it really showed me the intricacies of, you know, things that you know way too well, which is, you know, the importance of compliant paperwork and, you know, making sure that uh, the files complete so we can get our hardworking agents paid. So it's been a fun ride, and uh, here I am today, um, really excited and uh, a very passionate guy about this brand and uh, the great future we have ahead of us. Yeah. So, so, so working with Century 21, that's your first real job, right? I'm sure in college you had jobs. I mean, and I say the same thing, you know, I, I went to a few colleges and, um, and I just decided I got to get serious at one point. And my first job was a real job was really working with Century 21 uh, when my dad and I got the franchise. So very similar to yeah, you in that sense. It's fun. It's, it's kind of neat in that, um, you know, there's not a lot of folks who, uh, you know, in this day and age uh, that you see with these long track records with organizations. Um, and I think it's kind of cool. You know, I, I've been able to do literally every single role. Like, I, you know, I, I know what it's like to take out the garbage can at night, right? And yeah. make copies yeah. and all that other stuff. And 
uh, everything in between. So yeah, it's, it's literally my first real job. You know, I've done a bunch of, like you said, a bunch of things in between at college to make ends meet and make extra yeah. money. A lot of manual labor over my, uh, my years, but uh, yeah, this is my first real business world job. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, because through all that, through that journey, I'm sure you learned a lot of things. You, you, you know, what's even really uh, powerful is that you've experienced, um, even though maybe not being in the business like, say, I am, but you've experienced ups and downs, market shifts, high interest rates, low interest rates. Um, but you've probably experienced it from a different level, right? You've experienced it being a brand, a representation of our brand and hearing people like me and hearing our challenges and, and having to collaborate uh, uh, with us to produce solutions and produce support and systems to help us solve our, our problems. You know, what would you say, what are some of the things that maybe you've learned in the last 20 years coming through the rankings like you have that might prepare you uh, better for a position, you know, at the top? I mean, you're the CEO. You know, what yeah, is it that you make us learn through that journey, though? Yeah, I mean, and, and you're right. I, you know, we've, we've all seen uh, the, the depths of, uh, of the real estate industry through, you know, uh, uh, 2008 and everything that happened there and some of the things we had to do as a brand to, you know, power through that, make, uh, make some of our companies stronger, uh, help our agents really in a, in a, in a dark period. And, and we've seen a lot of, you know, great run-ups as well. I think the best thing about the brand, and I say this all the time, Greg, is really the people in the brand. I mean, we are literally uh, a global organization that have uh, terrific professionals around the globe. Folks like you, some of your counterparts uh, mm -hmm. that I know you mastermind and speak with in our brand and outside our brand, but literally we get a lot of the great ideas from speaking with folks like you. And I, I think the cool part about um, you know my history, my tenure with the brand is that in the last 10 years, I've been responsible for market share growth for the organization, right? So my job has been to be out there on the front line in different marketplaces where we're darker underserved, talking to brokers and agents, whether it's recruiting agents and teams or speaking with brokerages that we feel are going to match the culture and have the same passion and commitment for their marketplace and the customer that we do and uh, trying to align ourselves with growth strategies for those, for those organizations. And, yeah. you know, I, um, I, I kind of see this, you know, I, I've spent a lot of time in the sales world and like uh, many of our great sales professionals out there, it's interesting. And I, I think I've told you this story before, but you know, in, in the franchise sales world and where you're, you're trying for market share growth, uh, it's, it's a place where you get a geographic territory. You've got to know all the metrics. You've got to know what's happening in the market, what the different pull and push points are. Uh, you have to understand the players. You've got to constantly be out there prospecting and get in front of customers that uh, you potentially want to see as part of the brand. Um, you're constantly pre-qualifying. You're constantly out there presenting and, and trying to close the right customers to be part of Century 21. And the sales cycle, you know, it's long, sometimes months, sometimes years. So uh, it kind of aligns really well with what all of our great sales professionals do every single day. And so I, I know what it's like to walk a mile in, in the shoes of, our great folks who are out there trying to serve the customer. And it's really been that experience, that ability to be out there and understanding the hopes and the fears and the dreams of our agents and our brokers uh, so that we can help them be better with their business and help them uh, be better professionals and help serve their, their customers in their marketplaces even better. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you really went through that because as I'm listening to you, what I'm experiencing 
um, in, in my listening is you've actually walked the walk. Now, you, you may have like walked the walk and, and when you closed the transaction, you were adding a franchise to the system. And, and then an, a, 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 a company owners walk in the walk by helping their agents and expanding their, their, their operations. And the real estate agents, their walk is, you know, their, their sales process is to get someone to either write a contract. I mean, it's like there is a process in sales that lead up to a potential close, and then you have to close it, and then you have to nurture it and whatnot, but you've actually been through it. We may have sold a, a, a little bit different product, but you've actually been through the process for many years. That might be one of the reasons why, Mike, when I talk to you, I'm always so, um, you know, I, I, I always, you know, say to you, gosh, man, you, you've got such a great message. And I think now what's clicking is it's consistent, I think, with the, with the things that I have to go through um, as an operator. And, and it feels like you can, I can relate to you, but it's because we've actually went through the same things. Right. That, that's, right. A, that's interesting. You, you say this a lot. I mean, you know, our, our great sales professionals, when they take a customer through the experience and they come out with a fantastic transaction and that home buyer or seller is like, man, I, I mean, I would use Greg and I'd refer him to all my mm -hmm. friends and family and I'd, I'd let anybody know that Greg is just a terrific real estate professional. You know, your agents are, are trying to earn that respect every single day. And I, I look at it like this is that if I can bring Greg Harrelson into the brand as a Century 21 company and he's out there representing us really well and we're helping him with his growth and achieve his business goals as an entrepreneur in his local marketplace, well, Greg is likely to be a great advocate for our brand and talk to other friends that are in the business or tell other people who he feels will fit our culture and what we're trying to accomplish as an organization that, you know what, this is probably a good choice for you as well because they've really helped my growth. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Change of gears just a little bit. Obviously, um, man, you're coming in. You know, I, I heard, I was listening to uh, the Steve Murray, a podcast that he did recently on Real Trends, and he, he, was, he was upset because we're using the term disruptor too much. And he says, look, he, said, he actually said this on the podcast that I heard this morning was, he's like, look, back in 35 years ago, 45 years ago, he goes, Century 21 was the disruptor. And then re Remax, everyone's complaining about Remax as the disruptor. So it's just like at every point, you know, there's always a disruptor, which is somebody who's trying to disrupt the current way of doing business and do it differently. And in their minds, they probably don't mean anything evil. They're looking for a more efficient way to, to they're trying to improve the widget per, per se. Well, you know, I've been in it for the last 20 years and I do feel like there's a lot more change going on right now, or at least change is happening faster. And now you're coming in. So what are some things that you uh, think we should be thinking about from, a, from the industry standpoint, the change uh, that, that, that is occurring, and maybe uh, thoughts on either brokerages or agents, what we should be paying attention to, and maybe some things we should ignore, right? Because there's a lot of noise, and it's hard to figure out what should we pay attention to, what should we ignore, and then at the same token, keep moving forward and doing our job on a daily basis. It's a, that's a great point, Greg. So I, I actually, uh, while we were in Las Vegas, I got a chance to sit with uh, Steve Murray. Uh, he was out there during our, our 121 experience and um, him and I sat down and he had shared some really interesting information with a lot of our brokers. Uh, and you might've been in the room when he was talking a little bit about uh, kind of some of the um, polling that he's done. So in July of last year, 2018, 
uh, Steve Real Trends, along with the CE shop, did a poll. And now we have 90% of home buyers and sellers using a real estate professional to transact. Okay. If you look back to call it, I think it was 2014, that number was 84% were using a real estate professional. And go back to 2001, and the number was 81%. So, you know, we, we get caught up with disruption. And, and the truth be told is there's a lot of different people and a lot of different organizations and a lot of different, um, you know, money sources coming into the real estate industry because they see, you know, billions of dollars in commission. And, and you know, quite frankly, it's the driver of GDP and economic growth here in the United States and around the world. And so people are attracted to the space and they're throwing money in. And, you know, like you said, they, they could be disruptors. Maybe they're not. Some are in technology, some are not. You know, you never know exactly what uh, space they're coming from. But the truth of the matter is, and Greg, you know this way better than I do because you've done it for so long and you've been out on the front lines is, you know, this is a relationship-based business. And the statistics are showing us that, you know, even though technology is coming in and making us more efficient, and even though there's more disruptors out there, more and more people are going and using real estate professionals because of the cumbersome process that the real estate experience and transaction is. And they need a true professional to guide them through that process. Um, and, and, you know, people get even more worried. They get spooked out. Everybody talks about millennials. The truth of the matter is millennials are using real estate professionals 92% of the time. So they're even higher than the average um, because, again, they see the true value that a person who's going to not just walk them through the process but be their negotiator, uh, be their, their, their contractor, be their uh, uh, person to help guide them through you know, the, uh, the mortgage process and, and, and their, their marriage counselor sometimes, right? I mean, there's so many things that our real estate professionals have to be every single day when they're servicing their clients. Um, it's just there's a tremendous amount of value in that. And I think you really got to get focused on what gets you in front of more home buyers and sellers every single day. And nobody, nobody knows that better than you, right? So Well, thank goodness I know Mike Ferry, and he taught me well. <laughs> sure did. You know Amen. what? I, I just, I'm going to say this for the first time, but you know, when we get into dialogue, I start thinking and whatnot, and I just put a note down. Because I've been trying to figure out, as a business owner, um, who's responsible for developing and help, or at least assisting my agents and developing businesses for themselves. I, I, I've kind of taken this disruption thing and said, okay, I have peace with disruptions not going to eliminate me. It's not going to eliminate my agents. And I'm speaking for everybody, not my office. But, but I do think disruption is going to appear in this area. Disruption could be that we are going to have to learn how to do our business with a lower margin. Because like you got Zillow is going to be likely coming out. I know they're testing it. I think it's going to happen everywhere. They're going to go to a 35% referral fee model. You got Homelight, that 25%. You got OpCity. You got Referral uh, Exchange. I mean, we could go on and on and on on all these lead aggregators that have moved towards a pay-for-performance in, in the form of a referral fee. So, you know, we have our gross revenue that comes in, and then we have now another item that goes out in the form of a referral fee, right? 
And so when you take the dollars in and then the dollars out, there's a lower uh, uh, amount in the end. Now, at the same time that this is all happening, technology is getting stronger. Okay, so the disruptions to me looks like this. If you embrace technology, you will do more volume at a lower margin and you can still increase your revenue, okay, and profitability and income. But if you don't embrace technology, you'll do a lower volume at a lower margin and that's probably not something that many people can actually tolerate. Thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, you know, you look at, at the brokerage industry, right? And I'm told, uh, again, through uh, my friend Steve Murray at Real Trends, that the average company dollar for the top 500 companies across the United States, top 500 companies, mm-hmm. has gone down 27% in the last five years. Um, you know, you could, you could, you know, point at all types of sources, right? From an agent perspective, um, again, you can look at, you know, people wanting a lower commission rate, right? Um, at the end of the day, though, I agree with you on that front is that two things. One is that if you are providing value, I mean, I, I know brokerages that are and, and great sales professionals that are still going out there and requiring 7% commissions, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because they believe that their value is that strong and that they're going to get a better price and sell a home faster um, than the rest of the marketplace. And, and they can ask for that price because of the value that they bring. I think the same holds true for brokerages, Greg. And, uh, you know, again, I say nobody knows it better than um, my great coaches and trainers out there who turn what I would call, uh, you know, uh, a normal agent into a superstar agent because they can coach and train and guide a real estate sales professional to do more business. And I think at the end of the day, you're right. Um, you know, there's, there's a ton of different technology out there. There's a ton of different ways to be more efficient whether it's through social media marketing or, you know, some of the different avenues that you see when you walk through the trade room for NAR. Look, I, I've been going to NAR for years and every single year there's hundreds and hundreds of vendors. And one year it's, you know, one brand new thing. The next year it's something else. And there's always going to be something that works well in a specific market or for a specific strategy for a specific agent in what they're trying to achieve for their business. And uh, again, to your point, it will help make you more productive. It'll help make you more efficient in the way that you service your clients and just increase the amount of units so that you can take advantage of, again, a business where, you know, margins are kind of compressive. So yeah. uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. You've got to stay on the cutting edge. You've got to continue to look at what's out there and figure out how it's going to work for your strategy and what you're doing and how you're serving your client base. Yeah. You know, and, and what's, and I like, like how you added the more value. So I, I'm changing my, my notes now. <laughs> my notes are if you, um, add, you know, to embrace the, the, the change, you add more value, more value, more volume, lower margins, but we can still reach all our financial goals working that. So less value, you know, uh, less volume and less margins. That's where you're disrupted. So I think the audience that's listening to this, just remember that like disruption is not um, that, you know, that anything, anyone's going to take away something. It just means that we need to add something to what we're doing. And that's the solution right there. 
I think that's the solution. And and speaking of that, we just got back from the uh, the you know the big um, you know uh, I call it the 121 because I'm more focusing on on Century 21 that event. And um, and wow, you guys have two things that I noticed in the last uh, in in the last 12 months. Century 21's commitment to training and coaching has really accelerated, and Century 21's commitment to technology has really accelerated. Though being around Century 21 for a while, we really were already committed to uh, the technology. It's now, it's just being polished a little bit more and maybe um, shared with the public a little bit more than it, than it has been in the past. Um, where are we going with this? I mean, you're the new leadership. You're, you're at the uh, helm here driving us. Where are we going with coaching, technology, and all this stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're going to continue to stay in the forefront, right? That's what we need to do as a franchisor, a global franchisors. What I need to do every single day is what you need to do for your agents every single day. It's to push them forward. It's to give them the right coaching, the right training. I mean, you know, you use, again, the, uh, the sports analogy, but, you know, the very best athletes in the world all have coaches and trainers that whether it's their pushing them out of their comfort zone or they're, you know, fixing one of those small little hitches in their golf swing or whatever the case may be. Look, Tom Brady, the best quarterback that might have ever been on the face of the planet, has a coach and a trainer and somebody who's always constantly tweaking what he does to make him that much more efficient and that much better. Um, you know, I, I, as I shared with our team um, at the 121 in Las Vegas, like we're having fantastic results from people who go through classes like Accelerate, or go list people who listen who take the process and they internalize it and then execute it out in the field are having more success and they're increasing their uh their productivity in some cases by you know in the teens up to uh double digits over folks who are not going through the program so i'm a big believer in coaching and training as i know you are and many of our very top are right i mean that's just how that top 20 percent. i mean they're always trying to elevate their game and move forward and so that's a big kind of uh, uh, strategy of mine that I want to get out to every single agent who wants to be better and wants to hit certain personal goals is coaching and training. So we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. But I think what's really cool is some of the technology that we're getting into. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, the Facebook and Instagram ad uh, offering that we put out, which is being done in conjunction with real real estate agents who actually know what it's like and what their needs are with the experts who are at Facebook and Instagram. Um, we've had a lot of success with that. We've been rolling that program out. Uh, we talked a little bit about Ojo, our you know, artificial intelligence platform and how that's helping bake leads and nurture leads and move them along in the process. Again, it goes back to your point about disruption. These different, you know, whether it's machine learning or AI or, or technology, whatever the case may be, social media, it's gonna help our agent base as Century 21 be more effective and efficient in reaching and getting in front of more home buyers and sellers. And that's, that's kind of our quest. Uh, you know, we talked yeah. a little bit about EverClient, which is another really cool program that we're releasing. And so, you know, our, we're always going to be out there trying to help our agents be more productive in the way that they go about their business every single day. I mean, to me, at the end of the day, that's why people join up with the brand is because they can be more successful with us than they are without us. Yeah. You know, um, all of these great things, you guys are pushing it down. And then ultimately, you, you, a lot of, uh, a lot of um, I guess, adoption 
is um, you have to rely on then people like me, right, to push it down a little bit further and hold people accountable to doing these things. For, for people that are either team leaders around the world and they have a team or broker owners that have, you know, agents, you know, you have any, any tips or, 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 or thoughts you could share with, you know, how do we increase um, adoption um, in our own businesses? Because I know that you, you're, you're faced with that. You're probably having conversations with different people within your team. How do we get more people to engage? But, but again, that's the same darn conversation we're having in each one of our offices or anybody that's got a team of, of agents, then they're dealing with that. Any thoughts or practices that you have learned that might help us increase adoption? Because if we can increase adoption, then you can increase adoption. But you know, that's not as much of an owner's concern as decrease your ad adoption. We're actually dealing with our own world and trying to increase it for ourselves. Any tips on that for people? Yeah, that I mean, I, I think that's a great question. And, and candidly, Greg, we bring a lot of folks through the Century 21 corporate headquarters here in New Jersey. And yes. they're, they're looking at the brand to say, hey, how can you help me achieve my goals, right? Mm -hmm. From a brokerage perspective, how can you help me achieve them? And we show them this huge plethora of tools and systems and this whole big platform that we have available to them. And the truth of the matter is that they have, to your point, the same challenge, which is, okay, once I have all this in place, how do I get the everyday agent to go out and adopt it and use it? And I, you know, in, in my simple mind, the best way to do that is really give somebody a system and a process that is simple in nature and really just intuitive in that, Look, if you can do these five things, if you can focus in these five areas and do this every single day and block your time and actually do the activities, it will get you to where you want to be. And, and that's, that's why our, the best brokers in this world are the ones who can connect with people and can train and coach people through that process. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think it's really trying to keep things simple because you can get distracted with everything. There's, there's so many different ways to go about this business. There's so many different strategies to have success. And there's something different for everybody. We're all different personality types. We're all different objectives that they have. And at the end of the day, if you can boil it down to a couple really simple, easy to follow steps, it just, it doesn't make it seem as arduous for your sales professionals who are out there. So, you know, in my mind, I say, hey, pick three to five things that really work well every single day. And, you know, Greg, you and I probably synced up exactly uh, what those three to five things are, meaning sure. time management, you know, being out there prospecting and, generation. and really going about the activities. You know, we talked about the, the Thomas Jefferson quote, you know, action is what defines you as a person. It's literally going out there and taking the steps that you need to accomplish in order to reach your personal goals in this business. And that's what's yeah. so fun about it is that, you, you know, your goals can be all over the board. Um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, I think really the, the end game is to keep it simple for agents because this is a complex business, but if you really stick to the basics of what moves the needle, I think you're going to be more successful. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a, I'm glad you shared that with us. You know, I'm thinking like, and if in, in my world or from my perspective, I would invite anybody to go through the go list program. I mean, because number, number one, it's already done for you. There's no thinking. It's like, okay, just figure out a schedule and, you know, figure out how to announce it within the company, figure out your schedule, go ahead and plug in and everything's pretty much done. And to me, it's like, you know, what I'm hoping is that, you know, you get massive a, a adoption for 
those programs, but in my mind, the go list program, because Agreed. we need inventory, right? And, and inventory solves a lot of problems and getting inventory is not that difficult, but the first step of taking charge of getting inventory is the hardest step. It's the, it's the, you know, I tell, um, I, I've ran some marathons and, you know, and I've asked people to run marathons and they're like, I don't know if I could ever finish a marathon. I said, I didn't ask you to finish a marathon. You're a winner when you start the marathon. Where you end up after you start is insignificant. But think about how many people don't start. If you start, that makes you a winner. And then take the first step. And then if you can take a next step, then take the next step. But don't sit here and be on the sidelines, never starting because you're afraid that you may not finish. And I think that like, if we, to start to get new listings, take the first step, get into go list. And, and I know I'm promoting go list, you know, and, and that's not necessarily what the intention was, but I'm, I'm really sharing with people that I know I've looked at the program and I know it's a, it's access to more listings, which we all need. So let's take century 21 out of the, out of the equation, right? You, you and I had, you gave me the little go list challenge. Okay. That I put out to, I'm sorry, not the go list, the past nine challenge that I put out to our yes. organization, right? To your point about taking the first step, put that little, I don't know, it was probably a two, three minute video, contact all of your past clients that you recently sold a home to, go ask them via telephone call or text message, hey, you know, inventory is short out there, if I can get you more money for your house, is that a conversation you're willing to have? I can't tell you the amount of folks, brokers, owners, agents who come up to me and said, man, that was the best thing that we did. In fact, my whole team went out, they instituted it. We got into five, six, seven, 12, 15 listing conversations. It's just taking a step. It's so yeah. so simple, so basic, but you just got to go out and take action. And I mean, a great, easy idea. I mean, it's, it's that kind of stuff that you got to act on in order to be successful in this business, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to challenge my company for the, uh, the next 12 weeks is going to be 12 weeks of total immersion. So I created uh, a second quarter calendar for training, and I know exactly what I'm going to train every single day of the week for the next 12 weeks. And then what I'm doing is I'm coming up with one simple challenge like that, where it, whether it be, you know, I challenge everyone to do one open house this week. And, and, and then three days prior to open house, do this, the morning of do this, and then do an open house, see what happens, right? And just get massive adoption and not make it where, okay, for the next month, you've got to do 15 open houses. No, this week, just do an open house. And then next week, and for the next 12 weeks, I'll come up with 12 different little challenges to move the needle this much. Yep. And if we move the needle this much for 12 weeks in a row, row we've actually moved the needle this much. Exactly. That's great. Keep, keep, keeping it simple yep. with a keep really clear focus. Keep it simple. I've heard you say that many times right now on this, so I'm writing that down. So, look, you got a big job ahead of you. You're CEO of a fairly large organization. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody like you probably has goals, and you probably have a burning desire to reach some of those goals. You know, in your new position, how long have you been CEO? Maybe three months, two months? Yeah, I'm going a little over, little over two months. It's probably almost three months, almost okay. three months. So you're probably collecting your thoughts, you know, by now and say, okay, this is what I'd like to accomplish. What is, share with us some of your, you know, whatever you can share with us of like some things that you would like to accomplish in, 
and you know, w w what is something that you want to be known for um, as a CEO? Yeah, I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all about growth. It's, it's about growth for obviously our brokers and it's about growth for our, uh, our great sales professionals around the globe, right? If, if I can help people accomplish their personal goals by rolling out a platform, by giving them tools and systems, by coaching and training them uh, to be better at everything they do every day, then, then I've won. But that, that, I mean, when you have 127,000 sales professionals around the globe in 80 countries, it's, it's difficult to really measure that. So, you know, the other part of it, and, and, and Greg, you know this, we talk about it a lot, but, you know, I want Century 21 to be the premier name, and I believe it is, when any consumer thinks about real estate, that they think about Century 21 because our professionals have delivered an extraordinary experience to them. And you know, I wanna align with the people out there who are really thinking about the needs of their consumer and who are you know, servicing those needs in the highest quality fashion with the highest amount of ethics and really bringing people that dream of home ownership with the easiest path possible. And then, you know, that's, that's kind of our goal is to, is to make sure that the consumer at the end of the day, in a very arduous process, which you know takes somewhere between 150 to 200 steps to complete, is a really long sales cycle. Is often very uh, you know um, emotionally and mentally draining through the process. Um, the best thing about it is when you have a sales professional or a consumer who comes back and brags to you about how great our sales professional treated them and how. They gave them this seamless experience uh, to really get into the home of their dreams. And, and the more and more I hear that, the more I can get that kind of stuff out of the public and out of our consumers, uh, the happier I'll be. But, you know, the truth of the matter is that I, I just want to grow everybody who's part of our great brand, whether it's our brokers and sales professionals, to hit their personal goals. Whether those personal goals mean, you know, that they're making a certain amount of money to send kids to school or whether it's, you know, making a certain amount of money to give uh, you know, give money back to their community or to some charitable source. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in trying to push everybody to be their very best. And hopefully uh, we can do that as an organization. Yeah, you know, that's fantastic. Well, I really, I know you're a busy guy. And, um, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, collaborate with me, have a conversation on this podcast. Um, as well as just taking the time, there's a lot of people that are not with Century 21, tremendous amount of people are not with Century 21 that listen to this podcast. So it's a great way for them to get an understanding of who you are as a leader. And then, of course, for the people that are within, within Century 21, it's a good, uh, uh, you know, a good way of, for them to get to understand who their leader is. So I really appreciate you taking the time. I think it's been very helpful for myself as well as those that are going to hear, uh, hear this. And I just want to let you know, I wish you the best in luck uh, in, in your endeavors. And I, you know that I'm supporting you. So if there's anything I can do, you know, I'm on your team. You just have to put me in, coach. I, hey, man, I know <laughs> that already, Greg. You've, uh, you've always been a great supporter and a great steward of this brand, whether it's serving clients or coaching your agents down there. Um, and to get this opportunity to sit in front of you and banter back and forth with some, uh, some ideas about this great business. I know you're super passionate about it. Obviously, I am as well. And uh, that's why we make such a great partnership, buddy. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon, Greg. Bye-bye.